0: DreamHost powers the web with fast websites and superior customer service brought to you by a team of web experts who are super committed to your success online. We've worked with them to create a special offer just for Marketing School listeners. All you have to do is go to dreamhost.com slash marketing school to learn more and get your website online today. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Sue And I'm Yul Patel. And today we're going to talk about how ugly is the new sexy, what you can learn from Southwest Airlines Neil, that's a really interesting title rewrite. Yes. So Eric wanted to compare
1: Southwest Airlines with American Airlines. And I'm like, ah, ugly, isn't you sexy? I'm all about titles. we discussed this in one of our uh, past episodes. It's all about the titles. Because if you have the wrong type of title, you're not going to get enough listens. And of course, you don't want to dupe each other or people into clicking on your title and show them something else. So this episode is about marketing and Southwest Airlines. Funny enough, I've flown on a lot of Southwest Airlines flights. I try to avoid them like the plague now (laughs) because they're always delayed. And I remember at one point I was going to Vegas to San Diego and Southwest was the only airline at that time that would fly that route. And it was delayed. They all had us get off the plane. And at that moment, I was sitting with the captain, a lot of the flight attendants, and we're just chilling and I was talking to them. And I was like, you know what? You guys should come up with a new slogan. They're like, what? And I was like,
0: want to get delayed? Southwest Airlines. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's
0: actually true. I, I, the last time I flew, God, this is like not, a, not not good press for Southwest, but the last Southwest airline like, flight, I, it was delayed and it was like a really bad experience. And I'm just like, I don't think I'm going to do it anymore. But it used to be good when I used to fly to Vegas, um, actually to, to visit you sometimes too, I flew Southwest.
1: Yeah, so you wanted to compare Southwest Airlines and how they're different to American Airlines, yes. Delta, and a lot of the other airlines out there. Yes.
0: So I will tell you, this is a we got a follow up. We did remember we did an episode on Coke versus Pepsi. Yes. So someone really liked that, and so, you know, some people from my team were saying like how they liked that, that as a different spin. So this is another one of those, where we we're talking about business wars. Okay. So when Southwest Airlines first started. They were only focused on three cities, a couple cities in Texas. They were locked into a region, only Texas, right? And they just wanted to only focus on that area. So the key, marking lesson number one here, how they got going initially, they only had like one plane and literally their first flight only had like a couple people sitting in it. I think maybe only one, but it took them three years to get that flight going. Lots of regulation. Once they got going, it took a lot of time and then they can only fly in Texas, right? So my point is business stuff, look... You niche down first, you maybe stay in your state, and sometimes it's gonna take you a while to get things going, that's just how it is, and especially if you're in a heavily uh, regulated industry. That's that's the first lesson.
1: The second one is hub and spoke model, that is what Southwest Airlines is well known for. A lot of airlines wanna do these glamorous cities and take you everywhere. Southwest Airlines has optimized their routes for profitability, that's why their stock does extremely well. So they know a lot of people are gonna go through places like Arizona or Texas, and they don't mind having people do a lot of stops. For example, I was going from Los Angeles to Seattle. And when I was going through that route, it was Los Angeles to San Francisco, technically Oakland Airport, from Oakland Airport to Seattle. And you know, it's pretty much a straight line up, so it's not a big deal. But by allowing people or by having those stops, it allows them to ensure that their planes are more full and they're also giving better prices to people as well. So the hub and spoke model works quite well. Think about that with your business. It's not always about being glamorous and sexy. A lot of times what's practical and logical is better, even though a lot of people may not like it at the service level. If you can provide them better service or better price, they may accept it and it'll work well for you as well.
0: Actually, Neil, that's a really good point because Southwest does optimize for for efficiency to your point. I remember um, reading about something, how they got to the point where, you know, they would be able to land and literally in 10 minutes, they can get back, uh, you know, get back off the runway again. So it was super optimized. But also if you're like a service or product type of, which, which is any business, you can only do one or the other, right? For the most part efficiency you can if you can be really efficient you can fly much it's at that point you're playing like like a like a quantity game right or you can have you can be the premium offering right you can have like exceptional service everything right but there's trade-offs there right southwest has gone the other way and then you have like emirates for example that's like totally on the other side where you're paying like what 30 to 50 grand for like in the like a first class seat or you can use mx points and get it for like
1: two three grand if you use the gold card three x points
0: yeah, I got to ask you about that. Get the
1: business ticket using points and then upgrade to first class at the airport using points as
0: well. It's really yeah. cheap. So you got to be efficient, right? But that also doesn't mean you you got to be like the lowest price provider because here's the thing. Most people think Southwest is the lowest price provider. They're the, not. The company that was competing with them at the time. Oh God, I forgot what was the, the company. Do you remember that, that airline brand? Brandiff? No, it's too young. Brandiff? No. Yeah. Okay. So Brandiff... They were trying to compete. They were trying to like chop uh, Southwest prices even lower. So what Southwest did instead was they said, hey, w- look, we're just going to continue to be the cool airline. We're going to have, you know, funny flight attendants. We're going to have like the, you know, this, this, uh you know, this cool atmosphere, right? But we're also going to give you free booze too, okay? So that was kind of their unique spin. So Neil and I talked about having a content tilt. Stand for something different. They'll just try to compete on price all the time.
1: Yeah, and, and optimize, as Eric mentioned, for efficiency, but also optimize for things like refunds or like in the airline industry it's people not showing up if you sell tickets you want everyone to show up on your plane check in early and optimize for efficiency because if you're delayed there could be fines with the uh, airline or could cause other flights to be delayed and all these kind of things could affect how many routes you do and if you don't do as many flights in a day you may not make as much money so think of your business as a funnel and look where there could be leaky buckets. It could be refunds or drop-offs or whatever it may be and try to solve them. So for example, one thing Southwest does is those who check in early get better priority boarding. If you get better priority boarding, you're more likely to get the seat you want because they don't have pre-assigned seats and that you know incentivizes you and that works well for Southwest because they want everyone to check in on time. They can depart on time. If they depart on time, they can do all the flights that are scheduled versus doing less of them and making less money.
0: Great. So that is it for today. But look, we are trying to do a live event in Los Angeles, but we need your help getting there. We need you to rate, review, subscribe this podcast. Uh, we are trying to get to a million downloads a month. Right now we're on track for about 850000 Trust me, it helps a lot. To track our progress, go to marketingschool.io slash stats. That's with an S. And you're going to get free food. We're going to record it as well. You're going to get to hang out with Neil and I. And again, we've surveyed people. They're willing to pay thousands of dollars for an event like this. We're doing it free. But we need your help getting there. So please help us. And hopefully in the next three months or so, four months or so, we get there and then we can do it. Q1, Q2 of 2019. And we'll see you in person.